Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Okay, so this is the blues soloing one. Hey, Steve Stein here. One of the coolest things for me is learning how to play bluesy over non-bluesy style chord progressions, which is something that I've done in various bands my whole life. I might, you know, oftentimes I might take a song and maybe the first solo is really compliant to what it's supposed to be. You know, it's, it's the style of music that it is and all that sort of thing. And then oftentimes at the end of the song or something like that, when it builds, we'll go into something that is a little bit different where the song will continue doing what it's doing. But what I do is approach it from more of a blues, a kind of rock and roll standpoint. So if you think about it here, this is a chord progression. What I've got here is G major, B minor, C major, and D major. It doesn't service any element of blues per se being the way it is, but what we can do is we can import blues ideas. So what I do is I combine blues isms with the obligation that I have to still create some element of melody, because if I just get in there now, I'm playing in the G major, E minor standard position there, right? But what I'm doing is I'm really thinking about as they're coming along, what note I'm going to play, and then how I'm going to try and make this sound a little more bluesy or a little more rock and roll. Uh, for me, oftentimes, those those that line is very blurred because they all, for me, that's how I play. So over this G chord, I know I'm going to be doing some sort of a Southern rock slash Joe Perry kind of... kind of stuff like that, right? Where I'm I'm targeting this G, but I'm going to wind up doing... something like that to get me into into that G, okay? Because it's pentatonic, it already has that sort of southern rock kind of feel to it, okay? So the next thing I've got coming up is that B minor. So then I got to start thinking, well, B minor, what am I going to do over the B minor? Well, if I could visualize a B minor chord, that certainly would help a little bit. So I've got a B minor sitting right here. Now you don't you may not know this, but I've got a B I've got a B sitting right there. So that might be the note that I go to because it's still pentatonic underneath there, okay? Okay? But oftentimes what I like to do in this this idea here is I'll go like this. So I've just come off here. comes that B, so what I'll do is I'll go up here to that A over that B, which sounds kind of cool. 
And if I don't like that, I can always try and drop back and think, well, let's see here. I could go, which sounds super cool too, dropping back. What's neat about this note is it's not pentatonic. So it adds a whole ton of color when you play it because the ear isn't expecting it. The ear has gotten used to it. So then when you drop back, it's just this new fresh sound. So that's kind of cool. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. But if you want to stay pentatonic, you might just drop down to something like that. Okay, so we, again, we're not going to get into all the theory of it, but just so you can kind of see what's happening. So then the C chord comes up. Well, what do I got for a C chord? Well, there's a C chord sitting right here. So again, it's nice to be able to visualize my chords to be able to find these. So I could just move up to this note right here. Okay. And then the D chord comes up. Well, I got a D chord sitting right here. Okay. So I could certainly go to any of those, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play again. Um, but again, the solo may change a little bit because I'm just kind of jamming here, right? So just so you can kind of see how this works. So here we go. Oh, I'm going to turn my metronome off. There we go. see how I'm just adding this cool little bluesy feel to a non-bluesy chord progression, which again, there's all kinds of players that you might listen to that do this all the time. So we're still trying to leave it in the box of whatever we want to call it. Um, generally, we would call this thing just a, a pop chord progression and people think pop means, you know, I don't know, Christina Aguilera and <laughs> you know Justin Bieber or something. For me, that, that isn't what it means at all. Pop is just not rock rock to me is riffs you know. that kind of thing is rock to me and metal is that right and then there's 
kind of these blurred lines. So anything that's doing these kind of chord progressions, I just kind of summarize those in my brain as being pop music. It's not riffy, right? It's just a regular kind of song. And we can say blues or folk or blah, 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 or all these other things, but that's kind of what it is. So when I go to solo over the top, I'm either approaching it from a real strict sort of, I want it to sound really appropriate, or I'm going to mix some elements in there to try and make it sound a bit more like I think it should sound, which is what I do most of the time. So hopefully this will help you a little bit, give you some insight into a way of using your blues in a non-blues uh, situation and see if that helps you a little bit. So take care, practice hard, and I'll talk to you soon. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Okay, and the last one we're going to be talking about that's very practical and very useful for you when you're playing, uh, whenever you're soloing, is what we call Dorian. And Dorian is, again, a, a modal name and all that sort of thing. And if you ever want to study your modes, I would recommend doing so. But we're not really worried about that right now. What I want you to focus on is how to use it practically. So we've got our minor pentatonic sitting here, same A minor pentatonic scale. But what we're going to do is we're going to add in this. We're going to go one, two, three, four, five, six. We're adding in that note. Which gives it a little bit different sound than the pure minor. It's not quite as dark. Okay. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.